Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is game day for the Illinois Fighting Illini as they travel to take on the Purdue Boilermakers. It is the Jedi Master versus the Padawan with Coach Bielma versus Coach Ryan Walters, who was Illinois' defensive coordinator, took the head job at Purdue. And so now things have gotten a little bit personal, but within recruiting and taking some Illinois staff with them when Coach Walters went to Purdue. But that's the nature of the, the beast here with college football. But it is game day for the Illinois Fighting Illini. So we're going to discuss quickly. Uh, the game will be kicking off here in about an hour at 2.30 Central Time, 3.30 Eastern Time. Illinois goes to take on Purdue. Uh, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow it right on Apple and iTunes. Um, check out all the affiliates in the description below. Leave a comment in the comment section down below as well. Um, check out all the other episodes. There's some great stuff there for Illinois fans, Chicago Bears fans, college football fans, and football coaches. All right. Coach Bielma, go, travel with the Illinois Final Line. I take on Coach Walters. Uh, boss versus former worker. Former worker taking on the former boss. It's not personal, personal, but it's personal with taking staff from Illinois with Coach Walters over to his new job. That's kind of something you don't do, but it happens. You know, you, you can have your own opinion on if a guy gets a head coaching job, do you go after or even ask the staff that you were just working with if they want to come with you? Uh, that's up for debate. But we're going to talk about the game and what's going to go into each game. Illinois comes in 2-2 two and two overall, 0-1 oh in the Big Ten. Their only Big Ten loss is to Penn State. Purdue is 1-3 and 0-1 and oh and in the Big Ten. Um, right now, Purdue is, the line is one-and-a-half one favorite towards Purdue. Illinois leads the record overall versus Purdue, 47-45-6. to 45 and six. Um, Purdue has been the thorn in Illinois' backside since Coach Bielma 
has been there. Um, uh, ILL from Gregory Hilton, absolutely. Uh, Purdue, you know, you go in there and lose 13 to 9, which causes your offensive coordinator to get fired. Um, and then if you beat Purdue last year, you're arguably competing for the Big Ten West, and you're going to the Big Ten tournament if they could finish it out. So Purdue's been in Illinois' thorn in their backside. Purdue was struggling a little bit. They they don't have a weak, weak schedule by any means. Um, we're going to talk about Purdue here. They lost to Fresno State 39-35. They beat Virginia Tech 24-17, which is always a good win to beat Virginia Tech at Virginia Tech. They lost to Syracuse 35-20, and then their Big Ten lost to Wisconsin 38-17. They are just not the same Purdue team as they have been in the past. They have brought in Graham Harrell as their offensive coordinator who runs an air raid style, but they still run the football in this air raid style. This is not a true 100% Coach Leach air raid style. This is a more of adapted style where there's play action, there's a little bit of RPO, but they're still going to run the football. Um, looking at stats, Purdue, they get they get about 256 passing yards through the, you know, through the air. They average 140 yards on the ground, so for an air raid team, they run the ball pretty well. They give up 404 yards, though, and that's a lot for a Coach Walters team and how great of a defensive mind he is. Um, so they'll give up 255 through the air and 148 on the ground. Uh, their quarterback card, he is 93 of 148 with 1,027 yards. You know they do pass a lot in this air raid system. Three touchdowns, three interceptions, so they're not producing a lot through the air. Um, they're running back. Uh, 212 yards and two touchdowns. So we're kind of almost looking at the almost identical with Purdue and Illinois, but I think Illinois' offense has been a little bit better, but I know Purdue is getting three more yards. Illinois gets 394 yards, 246 through the air, 148 on the ground. They're giving up a lot. They're giving up 422 yards per game, 245 through the air, and 177 on the ground. So I think this game... It's going to be a good one in terms of the bend-don't-break style of defense I think college football is more gearing towards. Unless you have NFL draft picks like Illinois did, when you have those type, yeah, you're able to have a type of defense that you did last year. But we have to stop talking about last year. This is a new year. We cannot compare things to last year. If we keep comparing them to last year, we're going to drive ourselves nuts as Illinois fans and as people that watch them. So let's talk about keys to this game. On defense for the Illinois Final Illini, I think Rudolph and defensive line and company are going to feast here. I think they're going to come in very motivated. I think getting into the Big Ten West play, going against Coach Walters, they're going to come out fiery. They're going to come out excited. And I think moving pieces around in their secondary that they need to be doing, I think that stuff's going to ignite the Illinois defense. And if they can get pressure on their quarterback in this air raid system, and if they can somehow figure out how to tackle and stop the run and fly around, it's going to come to fruition. I said this about the Illinois team, and I know Coach Bielma is not going to agree to this. It just feels like his first go-around here with Illinois where – they were trying to almost figure out what type of defensive players they have, what can they play up front, and everything else, and they're slowly figuring that out. I know the last game against FAU was close, but I think they're st st starting to figure out what type of defense they're going to have. No, they don't want to be giving up 422 yards a game, and they know they have to get that lower if they're going to compete in the Big Ten. But again, like I said earlier, just a few minutes ago, I do think that they're going to be – they're going to accept if they can – 
bend just a little bit. Once in a while, get them to three and out. Once in a while, stop them on third down. But they don't break. If they're not going to give up the points, they're going to be okay, I think, in that term. I know that FAU, we only barely won. I think in this era of college football with the transfer portals, there's great coaches, but with this transfer portal, even if it's not talked about what certain players go where, I have to sit here and, and look at the landscape of college football and how teams, some are now good that have not been good, some are competitive that have not been competitive, and that could be due to the transfer portal, and it's due to players staying longer. And so we can't look at that FAU game and just go, well, it's just FAU, uh, you know, it was a close game. No, you respect your opponent, but fear no one type of mentality. You got to take the wins with the wins, and you got to look at the positives and get the team confident. And I just think there's going to be that edge with Illinois going into playing Purdue. I guarantee there was an edge with Bielema about Coach Walters. And it's not necessarily that he left. It's where he went, and it's taking the staff with him. You know, you make that decision. Like I said, do you agree with if you're a head coach and you leave? Can that person talk to the assistant coach and say, I'm bringing that guy with me, and you're taking that staff? I know Nick Saban talks about show some respect you know, to the head coach to help you get that job and not by taking his guys. You go out and interview your own guys and go um, bring in those guys. You know, so I, I think the defense today is going to fly around. I think with the type of offense we're going to see from Purdue – little bit of RPO, but I don't know if it's necessarily up-tempo in this air raid style. You know, you might see some H-back, fullback type things that are sniffer backs behind the guard. You're going to see some handoffs that way, some zone, some power, and they're going to run their mesh, their shallows, their sticks, and everything else. If they can keep things in front of them and fly to the football and, and make some tackles, and if the, this defense, they're so close to being great. They're fast, they're physical, but they miss tackles. They are penalized. If they can bring those down today, Versus a Purdue team that's beaten down a little bit, that defense is going to feast. And if they allow that quarterback to get moved, they're, they're going to be able to make some plays. And I think that will be the key for the defense um, against Purdue to have some success. Special teams will be huge. I think that we have to make sure that if we're not getting touchdowns, we're going to be making some field goals. And making sure that on Purdue, because that's going to be this big key, I think it's going to be a close game. I don't think it's going to be a necessarily blowout. Special teams is going to come into play that we don't talk about a lot. I do think, though, that special teams is going to make a big-time um, effect in this game. It's going to make a big-time effect to this game. Um, for Illinois' offense, just got to take care of the football, number one. Luke Altmaier, I don't think, is going to make the same mistakes that he did versus Penn State. Um, I think you're going to have to get him outside the pocket a little bit and maybe just once in a while, not necessarily a design quarterback run, but you could do a zone read to see if he's going to be able to run and add that extra threat. I'll be curious to see who they're going to really uh, go with at the running back spot. Um, do Who's it going to be? It's going to be Reggie Love the third. It's going to be Josh McCray. I'm not sure. You're seeing Reggie Love the third start to really get some more carries. You started to see a little bit of the old Josh McCray last game. But if Reggie Love the third is really hot and he's the guy that is producing in the run game, is he going to be the guy that starts to get more reps? Because to me, Reggie Love is that speedster guy on toss plays, wide zones, or pin and poles. That's the guy. Josh McCray is inside zone 
uh, power. You're trying to get downhill. He's that type of guy. So it'll be curious to see what type of rotations that they're going to have with that. Is Reggie Love going to get more reps? Because he can do those ground and pound type of runs. But I'm going to be curious to see who is going to start to pull away in that spot because that running back room is huge from player size and from player numbers. But it's, I'll be curious to see who they um, give the ball to more um, in that aspect. And one thing that I've really liked from this Illinois offense, especially last week, they're really starting to get tight ends involved. And I've said that about Illinois for the last couple of years, even before um, Brent Bielamo's here, but especially since he's been here. I think it helps a younger quarterback and a newer quarterback in a system where knowing if you have some type of run game and knowing that you have a tight end that you can get the ball to in an oh, oh crap moment. And I'm seeing that in this Illinois offense where he's looking at the tight ends. It's an RPO. It's a play action. And they're able to get the ball to a tight end. That will be huge in this up-tempo style of offense, this temp pro, as Coach Bielma calls it, because sometimes they for, defenses will forget about the tight end. If you have them as that wing, if you have them on the line of scrimmage, they will forget about that. And I'm not saying the tight end has to have 200 yards of receiving, but if you get to the red zone, you got to have that threat there. And third and twos, I know you're going to run the ball, but just to have that little pop type of pass with the tight end coming off the line of scrimmage, if you're moving them around, if you shift them, Having tight ends involved with this younger quarterback and this new system and able to just add another threat has been huge. And I've said that for a while for Illinois is that they do need some tight ends. I'm not talking the big bruisers, but just somebody that can be there near the line of scrimmage as the wing back, like I said, and be able to have that type of threat for Illinois and their tight ends. That's huge. You know, times that I've been on teams coaching where you have that type of tight end, it's huge. And that can be that difference maker. Look, look at the NFL when they have those big tight ends that make plays, especially in the red zone. That's what you need. Um, I think you're going to have to use a lot of that today. You're going to have to give some misdirections and throw to the tight ends. I think motioning is going to help a lot because obviously they're going to look at Isaiah Williams. He has 333 yards as a receiver there. But if they can suck in on Isaiah Williams, you get the run game going, you start to get the tight ends involved. I think that will allow your wide receivers to start to get more open because they started off hot and then FAU was kind of up and down. We need that confidence from our wide receivers, running routes hard, getting open, showing hands where they want it. And there was a lot of drop balls at FAU, and we just can't afford that as we start to get into Big Ten play. So everything there from the offense perspective, I think Luke Altamar is just going to continue to get better. I think that Penn State game was his you know, one moment where he's not going to make those same mistakes again, working really hard on protecting the football. Um, we're going to start seeing if they're going to move around some linemen. We, we slowly started to see it. Um, they talked to Coach Bart Miller today about – you know how the offensive line necessarily isn't living up to his standards and Coach Bielma's standards of what they thought it was going to be when they were starting the season. They do have to start meshing together, but now you're into your fifth game. It's got to start happening. So be curious to see what type of movement there, moving a you know a guard to a tackle spot, or you know moving the left guard to the right guard, things like that. Pass protection wise, I think has been fine. It's just the consistent run game. And I think that's what's really going to have to start doing that. You get the consistent run game, get the tight end going, then you can start getting the big wide receivers involved and getting them open and doing those things. And so I think today needs to be that day that you do that against Purdue, who 
again, has had a tough schedule, but they're kind of, you know, frustrated with your brand and coach Walters, who I think is a great coach. This is not a knock on coach Walters. This is not him saying that he, me saying that he's a bad head coach. It's a first time head coach. He's trying to take what he's learned and doing those things. You know, this transfer portal, you know, you got new coaches in there with you doing those things there. They're trying to figure out who they are as well. But I think you ha- if you're Illinois, you have to smell blood in the water and say, okay, they're going to get up for this game. We can't get too hyped up for this game. We have to come in and do talking with our pads. You know, Coach Lanning said that against Colorado. But Coach Bielo better be careful what he says because you don't want people to say, oh, well, he's attacking the other team and saying to use your pads. But if that's how Illinois comes into this saying, okay, you left us. We still love you, Coach Walters, and all the other coaches, but this is what we're going to do. And, and so and Illinois just has to find a way on offense to be consistent. You know, we uh, we start off hot. We get a good drive going, and then the next other drives, we're not executing. We miss a block. A penalty happens. We might miss an open receiver. Something breaks down, and it's just very weird where we always start off good with a good drive. It looks very nice, and you're like, okay, here it is. And then the next couple drives – we're starting to stall out a little bit. So I think that this this is going to be a big defining game and a big defining moment for offense to see if they just can't consistently go. You know, I'm not saying every single series is going to be perfect. Every single series is not going to result in a touchdown. But if you can get a couple first downs, um, really put pressure on Purdue's defense that's trying to learn. Coach Walters is going through the same type of thing with Purdue that he did when he was first with Illinois and Coach Bielema in that – what type of defense are we? Are we a man defense? Do we have to play some zone? Can I mix and match? Can I blue coverage this where I've got zone on this side and man on this side? Or we start off in zone, and if they run a certain pass concept, we can pass it off into a man or have a robber coverage up front. they they got to be able to put pressure on there. And I think that even though we got new players on Illinois' offense with Luke Altmeyer and everything, I think being year two under Coach Lonnie Jr., Purdue doing brand new things here, I think this will sl- kind of give the edge to Illinois. I know Purdue might be favored a little bit according to that if it's minus one and a half or, or whatever it is. I, I think Illinois can get there. And I, I think those are the keys to this, you know, getting pressure. And um, I think they, and also on defense, they have to start disguising some things, moving guys around, out formation, the offense with your defense, move people around, take away certain looks for them, especially in the air raid concept. And if they start RPOing the air raid concepts, um, because you know, Coach Graham Harrell played for Mike Leach, so that's where a lot of it comes from. But he's adapted that offense a little bit away from the traditional Mike Leach air raid system. Um, but I think it's going to be an exciting game. I think that it's going to be a lot closer than people think. I think it's going to be fun. Um, and hopefully, Illinois can finally get pull out the thorn of Purdue from their backside. And if they win this game, they're going to start getting some confidence and maybe start to compete for that Big Ten West. Um, I really don't know who's going to take over. People think it might be Iowa, and that's fine. You know, uh, I know Wisconsin's sitting there at three and one overall, one and zero. Northwestern two and two, one and one. Minnesota two and two, one and one. Iowa's three and one, zero and one. Illinois two and two, zero and one. Nebraska two and two, zero and one. Purdue, like we said, one and three and zero and one. So this might be the game that Illinois finally gets to get back on track, start to compete for that Big Ten West, and. Uh, you get some confidence. Confidence is king. And so you, they do that today versus Purdue. I think um, they'll be okay. And like I said, it's going to be a closer game than people think. Um, so that's the preview here for the Illinois versus Purdue game. I'm going to try to have a post game right after the game today. Um, 
like and subscribe to the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel. Go find it on Apple and iTunes and please rate it and give it a review. Um, check out all the other episodes. Like I said, the, the, the show is a hodgepodge. We've got Illinois games. We've got breakdowns of the Chicago Bears. Um, then we got a lot of great interviews with college football coaches and high school football coaches all over the country at different levels um, looking to get way more coaches on there. So go check that stuff out. Hopefully you guys enjoy the Illinois game uh, today, like, and hopefully they bring out the win. Um, so thank you guys for watching and or listening. We will see you guys next time.